This episode and every episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show is brought to you by Ironmonger Brewing. Visit Ironmonger at their tap room in Marietta, Georgia, or online at ironmongerbrewing.com. Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Brian Hewitt. And welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're broadcasting from the Beer Guys Radio Studios in Marietta, Georgia. And this week, we're talking Philly Beer Week with Philly Loves Beer and Varga Bar. I'm Tim Dennis, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Brian Hewitt. Hey, Tim. Joining us today, we have Christina Dowd, the Executive Director of Philly Loves Beer, and Rich Colley, the owner of Varga Bar, a participant in Philly Beer Week, as you said. We are going to talk about Philly Beer Week and what it's all about, how it's been so successful, and we'll probably touch on uh, some consumer beer literacy and maybe even some weird beer. Guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. This Absolutely. Is great. Thank you. It's good to have you. you know, Thank you. It was a big sacrifice for Brian to do this show tonight. <laughs> Brian got stuck in a garage. I did, yes. Just before the show. Yes. So his uh the door refused to open at his condo building and he was just he was just stuck in a garage there. So push button stuff is okay. neat until the push button stops working and yeah. there's just nothing that'll open it up. I'm like Right. It's like when the Wi Fi goes out and you can't turn on your lights anymore. It's fantastic. It's terrible, yeah. isn't it? You actually have to flip switches and that. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, if if you even gosh. remember how to do it or where they even are. Yes. Well, Christina, we're we're getting into some beers here. What are you drinking? I see you enjoying a beer there. Yeah, I'm drinking a Love City uh, Deep Cut Pilsner. There we go. Okay, good so deal. So Love City is in the uh, Loft District. They call themselves the Eraserhead District, I believe. But uh, okay, yeah, fairly new, a few years, a few years old. Okay, actually, you know, the founder and head brewer is from Iron Hill. Oh, how okay. about that? Very oh, I cool. I didn't know that about yeah. Kevin. How about Iron that? Hill has spun off a lot of breweries. I'm also drinking a, a former Iron Hill brewer as well. Okay. Two SP Delco Lager. There we go. We've talked before. I'd love to see just a pedigree of some breweries. Like here in Atlanta, Sweetwater and Terrapin oh, yeah. are the two that mm-hmm. so many breweries have spun off. There was a, I forget who it was, but someone was married to a girl from Columbia and he was down in Medellin. And there's a brewery there, and he goes in and checks it out, and the brewer's from Sweetwater. <laughs> like, he was one of the first three employees at Sweetwater, and he's got a brewery in Medellin, Colombia now. They're just all over the place. Just that That's, that's awesome. where you go. I mean, they're, yeah. they're big. They make a lot of beer, and a lot of people move through there. So it's kind of cool. I that, bet they do some weird beers in Colombia, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I, I'll bet they do. I bet you they know, do. speaking of weird beers, Brian, I wish I had a time machine, and I could go back like a month and uninvite back paddle brewing on the show for what they have done to craft beer. <laughs> so you, re- you ready to hear about this? Okay, let's, let's hear about Y'all this. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Are you ready? I'm going to tell you that the style, and you just let me get your thought. Hot dog water goza. No, pass. <laughs> See? Right? <laughs> right? So this beer is a smoked wheat ale with mustard seeds and quote-unquote dry hopped with sun-dried tomatoes. Then it is dosed with a D fatted hot dog water reduction so there's legit hot dog water in this beer 
Was this an idea we gave and them on the said, show? You know, I think we talked about that. I don't remember if it was our idea or if he's like, oh, you know, I've talked about crazy beers. But Is marijuana legal where they're It's uh, not. Related? No. It doesn't mean they're not enjoying <laughs> it there. It wasn't so. I was just asking. Yeah. Just yeah. So. Um, we did have a hot dog, a local brewery do a hot dog beer here with um, okay. like a Sheets. You know, like we have Wawa and Sheets. Oh, yeah. I don't right. know if you guys know what that is. Yes. We yeah, had a story about it. was in Chimney Creek Brewing, I believe, and they did a, a hot dog beer with them. Okay. I must, yeah. I must have blocked I did not try mind. it. So I would he try said, it. I would try he it. He said there's one keg. They've got one sixth of it, and he said there's no tasters. If you're going to drink it, you got to commit to a full glass. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. Yeah. That tells you something. It's like no tasters. Like that means that people would never buy it if they got the That's taster. right. He's like, if you're going to do this, you're going to do it. That's Don't true. come in here half-hearted. <laughs> I'm mad enough to commit to that full pint. If only they were nearby. I would, get, I would try it. it. I, I want, would try it. Out of pure self-torture, I, I want to try it. Sun-dried tomatoes, Tim. As you I recall, I, I did Pioneer. I do know that. That's yeah. homebrew with the sun-dried tomatoes in it. And that was good. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Christina, what is the strangest beer you have had or you have tried? You know, actually, I was in Maine, and I can't remember the name. It was like a, a fermentary-type place, and I had a gazpacho beer. And okay. Oh. <laughs> I got to be honest. It was spot on. It truly tasted like gazpacho. Okay. Okay. The beer part, I don't know about, but, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I had like a shot glass worth, you know, I, I don't see. even know if I made it a taster. It was like, wow. I mean, it was the name that did it. And then I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm cool. That's it. You're like, I'm good. That shot glass was plenty. Was I'm enough. good. Rich, <laughs> yeah. how about you? What's the strangest one you've had? I'm going to say we actually had it on tap here. It was a six point beer. I believe it was a, a smoked sour beer, a Lichtenheiner, I believe it's a style. Okay. Huh. All right. Which I'm sure there's a reason, but maybe that's the only one I've ever seen. Right. Yeah. It was 50-50. Either people thought it was the thing that they never wanted to put in their mouth again, or they had multiple <laughs> pours of it. So, okay. All right. And we had it on during beer week, and I just remember, for me, I was maybe on the side of uh, didn't care for it much. Yeah. I would certainly try the style again, because, I mean, that was very interesting. So we tried one here that one of our friends brought in to share with us. He had gone to Iceland. And yes. I'm not going to say the name right, but it's like Havler or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that, Havler. But it was, I think, like Havler. a simple lager with sheep dung smoked whale testicles. Yes. In it. For they real. It might have been an amber. I don't remember. Yeah, that. yeah. And, you know, when we got the beer, it was past its prime, and it you tasted a little oxidized. But in all honesty, it was just a little smoky and briny. Yeah. And so okay. that was it. So I would the, love to see the guy who like tries to present that to his boss, right? <laughs> but in Iceland, how weird is that? Is that like probably? Not I mean, weird. it's yeah. not weird because they eat like fermented shark. That's yeah, like that's just, right. You know, it's like a delicacy there. So a surströming beer, and that would be like the Lutefisk. <laughs> I think Lutefisk, or, yeah, Lutefisk yeah. Surströming. You know, you mentioned your gazpacho beer. Brian is notorious for his uh, sun-dried tomato and basil goza that he made one time. Oh, and okay. It, it actually paired really nicely with pizza, and it was kind of like, Rich, you said people either loved it or they never wanted to see it, it again. It was actually mm -hmm. Saison it's because its name was Johnny Saison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good name. We had one friend that told us, he's like, I think you guys absolutely nailed what you're going for, and I never want to drink it again. <laughs> so we're like, all right, that's that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Well, Tim, I think at this point we need to get into the beers of the week. You got it. Now it's time for our beers of the week. Brought to you by The Nest. Craft beer and barbecue in downtown Kennesaw, Georgia. TheNestKennesaw.com. 
Well, Brian, as always, we got a nice list of beers to get into here. Of course, we had to have a couple Philly beers, but sure. Stephen Pete and the Pete family recently opened Kettle Rock Brewing, and he usually stops in to, to join us for the live stream of the show. Check it out. We have a Kettle Rock Hawaiian Islands Variable Condition Sour that uh, we're going to get into. Right now, we are drinking Iron Hill Chewy Northeast we IPA. Are. And uh, we've got a Victory Brotherly Love from our show a few weeks ago. Okay. A little Philly beer there. So we're ready to Philly up oh, here. We're ready for it. So yeah. we've got some more in the fridge, but those are the three we have on deck right now. we so. got big crowlers and big growlers. So it's ample beer. It is ample beer. So, Brian, how about a quick little tidbit of news for us? What's in the news? The beer guys have the scoop. Read all about it. Time for headlines. Well, really quick, we talked about it last week, and it's still dominating the news. The fallout of the accusations of sexism and discrimination have continued this week. We heard about them last week at Hill Farmstead, Tired Hands, Modern Times, Connecticut Valley. And since then, more news has come out about Evil Genius, Lord Hobo, Night Shift, Burial Beer Company, Notch Brewing, and even the Cicerone Certification Program. They fired somebody or laid somebody off there. That's just to name a few. That's not even close to all of them. Locally to us in the Atlanta area, we've heard about Scofflaw. We've heard about New Rome. We've heard about a little bit about Lion Creek. We even heard some stuff about Three Taverns, which uh, may or may not be legitimate we don't know interestingly though uh brian allen whose instagram account is where all this began works as a brewer and production manager for notch brewing which is one of the breweries names so it's no indication if what happened there inspired her use of this but uh it is pretty interesting and if you would like to uh read more about all of the accounts that are happening out there like a thousand of them check her instagram account at rat magnet so, right, and yeah. I, I don't know if she has shared, but there's actually an alternate account that they're using to share some stories because she just got overloaded. Oh, okay. So, But I'm sure if you yeah. look at do you happen to know, Christina, what that alternate account is? I don't know what it is, but there's two accounts that are helping out right. now. Yep. Oh, okay. um, I can look it up, but, yeah, I, I don't know off the offhand. Gotcha. Okay, this one, okay, hold on. It is called Embolden Act Advance. Oh, that's is right. The, I do remember seeing account. that. Yeah. So, uh, they've got a, quite a few on their stories there to share that. So, so hundreds of breweries. Yes, yep. absolutely. Well, you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We do need to take a break, but we'll be back very soon to talk more Philly Beer Week. Don't overlook the cheap stuff. That's the idea behind our podcast, Good Swill Hunting. We've got a beer insider, a beer outsider, and a guy who's going to shoot it to you straight. We try it all. Some ain't bad. I would, I'm going to finish this, and I'd drink another. Matt, what do you think? I'm, I'm digging it. Others might leave a bad taste in your mouth. It feels like beer for people who want to feel like they're drinking craft beer. First sip and pressure. Yeah, it. it's a letdown. It's not something I would want to wake up with. Is that something you normally do? I like to have a cold beer to kind of rinse out that morning breath. <laughs> okay. We try the cheap beer so you don't have to. Check out Good Swill Hunting wherever you get your podcast. Powder season is here, and the nest in Kennesaw, Georgia, has plenty of outdoor space for you to enjoy a cold beer and some tasty barbecue. They've got 48 taps of great beer, wine, cider, and even hard seltzers, plus an impressive craft cocktail list, so there's something for everyone. If you're ready for some friendly competition, head over every Tuesday for trivia, or relax and take in the local talent with live music every Wednesday and Sunday. Enjoy the great weather while you can. Grab your friends and head to the nest in Kennesaw, Georgia. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Your revolution is over, Mr. Lebowski. 
Condolences, the bum's lost. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Remember, all episodes are available on demand, so if you miss the broadcast, get the podcast. Beer Guys Radio is available on all popular and unpopular podcasting apps. Now let's get back to Philly Beer Week and Philly Loves Beer and Varga Bar. That's a lot of stuff. That's, That's a, lot a lot of, of cool stuff. stuff. <laughs> so, Christina, the first question, which came first, Philly Loves Beer or Philly Beer Week? By far, Philly Beer Week. Okay. All right. So, Philly Beer Week's in its 14th year. And it is America's largest and oldest beer week. Is that a true statement? That is a true statement. I haven't heard differently, so okay. we'll roll with it. Yeah. Yep. No one's refuted it. So, so beer weeks have so. only been around for 14 years. I really thought, yeah. oh, Philly Beer Week must have been in around for 50 country. years. Oh, yeah. 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 In this country. Figure Ben Franklin started up, that, right? I would have thought so. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it seems like something he would do. You know, the last time I was in Philly, I imagine it's a regular occurrence, but I was pretty stoked. I actually saw Ben Franklin walking around. You know, downtown, so I so am down there. We used to have a couple of them. I think we're down to one now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of Philly's pretzels. I like that you can get them anywhere. The Philly soft pretzels, like they're just vendors yeah. down there. It's. Uh, I don't know why we don't have them everywhere. We don't have them right. down here. I'll eat them anytime, honestly, anytime for any reason. The water? That's Isn't like it? New York's pizza. They got the water to make yeah. it good. It's the, the water for the Philly pretzels, huh? It's true. I've heard if you try to make it here with our water, it just disintegrates. Just, just tear it just up. can't happen. Chattahoochee water. Yeah, it's probably. That's well, Chris, dangerous. It is. Well, Christina, how did Philly Loves Beer get started? How old is Philly Loves Beer? Philly Loves Beer is going on its sixth year. Okay. Six and a half, I'll go Six with. Six and yeah, a half yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Philly Loves Beer, six years. Philly Beer Week, 14 years. A lot of growing, a lot of growing and growing pains since then, but it's a real thing. Sure. And what's the mission of Philly Loves Beer? You know, essentially, we are a marketing arm for local breweries and bars and restaurants and venues carrying beer. We celebrate beer from all over the place. If you're familiar with drinking here, we get a lot of awesome breweries coming in and coming in on tap. We also dip into beer education and we love to throw parties. That sounds like a pretty yeah. noble mission to me there. Yeah. I don't have a bad job, let me tell you. Right? So. Yeah, there's worse places to be, huh? Yeah. Now, Rich, if I think I saw correctly, Varga Bar has been around a while, but you just purchased it recently. Is that correct? I did, yep. We just celebrated our 12-year anniversary. I've been here for all of them, but I bought in the middle of the pandemic. That's a good move. Was man. it at a discount? You know what? I that shows that shows faith. <laughs> yeah. That shows faith in believing in what you got there. So we'll roll with that. Yeah, yeah go with that. That's that sounds good. Right. Well executed now, plan. I don't know how many f- people are familiar with your uh, artwork is Vargas. Is that correct? So the idea behind it when the previous owner opened was he wanted to do all American craft beer. So we were the All-American Girl pinups, you know, back in the day. And we haven't yet this year. Maybe it's still on hold for next year. But we've always done a pinup calendar. And the photographers rotate. So it's local photographers, local girls who want to do it. Um, we throw a big party. And the proceeds go to the – well, they have been in the past – go to the USO. Because okay, it was gotcha. such a military-based yeah. kind of thing with the pinup girl. But, yeah, I mean, we had to postpone last year because of COVID. And right. this year – We're just getting things up and running. And the whole point is to empower the women who are in it. So to throw a big party is the goal. So that's why it hasn't happened this year again. 
Gotcha. Okay. We're still under restrictions. Some yeah. restrictions here in Philly. Yeah. I had a deck of Vargas cards that my mother gave to me, belonged to my grandmother, and split up with a girlfriend and moved out. And in between all of that, they just disappeared. So, but I have oh. a, a really nice deck of the Vargas cards that. Uh, they're cool. Have you seen those? Are you familiar with them? I'm actually not familiar with them, though. Yeah. I, di- I didn't get the reference at all. I don't yeah. know how I've yeah. missed this. So. If you look behind me on the ceiling. Yeah. I did notice a, that, yeah. It's a local artist rendition of specific Alberto Vargas. Okay. Do you have any authentic Vargas in there? Do you, have you, do you dipped in to get any of those? We have two paintings in the ba- each of okay. the bathrooms, but they're still on the wall, so I can't imagine they're, they're real. No I was going to say, that's a dangerous place. <laughs> yeah. like, that's an interesting place to put something that might right. be really valuable. <laughs> yeah, we had a bar here where someone stole a fish poster from the, uh, the the band Fish from the bathroom. And it was apparently from a rare concert and very near and dear to the heart of the brewer. And so that caused quite a kerfuffle. So Yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine. So has Vargas been, the bar been involved with uh, Philly Beer Week right along or is is this new yeah. for you to get involved or so when we opened we opened and we heard we had missed beer week for that year but the the year after we were certainly in it's like christina said it's just it's great because i mean the focus for us is american beer so it fits right in with that but it's also you get to throw some ridiculous parties we've had some of the best brewers in the world and this country that come and make it a point to come to philly beer week so it's like you know you get people like Sam from Dogfish Head, you get Adam Avery, you get like these guys that just, we did an event with Jim Cook from Sam Adams. When He's fun. It was like, yeah. It was like 35 people. <laughs> we just did like fun. a little barbecue and he just <laughs> talked about beer. Was, yep. You know, we got that kind of stuff. So people outside of Philly can participate. Can they just set up there? Or, I mean, obviously they don't have venues there. They set up their own events or do they have to collaborate to be involved or how does that work? I mean, basically, so beer works, I'm sure as you know, we have the reps on the ground and for breweries in Philly or outside of Philly, they still have reps in Philly. So they will set up events like directly with Varga or Rich will say, I'm going to feature this brewery one night. And then, you know, like he said, he'll try to get the brewers in, people coming in and that'll be the event, you know? So yeah, anybody can get on and and luckily like I said the bars in Philly are always looking for to get awesome beers in. So Beer Week is a huge draw. So we can usually get the people who make the beer in there with them. So this sense. is something that maybe one of you two will know because I've always wanted this and never got a clear answer. I know that Russian River like Pliny the Elder is like in California and and Philly. In Philly, it's... I'm drinking it right now. <laughs> See? See? Oh, no. I'm drinking a blind pig. How did you guys uh <laughs> how did you guys get the special treatment to get those uh, Russian River treats over there? Well, I'll be honest. I mean, as a as a person who's worked in a bar and now own a bar, there's a lot of people that came before me and they're still around that did a lot of really great and heavy lifting for me. Okay. There <laughs> you go. A lot of leg work. So there's there's uh, relationships that have been built with you know, for instance, someone like Tom Peters over at Monks that the rest of us really just benefit off of. That's and, it. Uh, it's, it's incredible. It's Respect great. the elders, right? Yeah. That's you got to. We <laughs> talk about that in Georgia beer because just over the last few years, our laws have improved to the point where our brewers can actually sell beer. Four years ago, they couldn't do that, sell beer from the brewery. And we look at Spike from Terrapin, Spike and John yeah. from Terrapin, or you know uh, Sweetwater, all these breweries that – you know, they fought through it where all you could do was give a tour and a tasting and you had to go through distro and you had to do all of this. And they're yeah. the ones that, that laid that groundwork and fought for 25 years 
So breweries could sell beer at a brewery. And, you know, we went from like 40 breweries in like 2017 to 115 or so in the state now, you know. So we've still got some growing room, but it's really done great things for our craft beer industry here. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact about uh, Russian River and pre-COVID, we were actually going to do a collab. So what we do every year is have a big raffle and we pick one local brewery and then we go to uh, another guesting, uh, hosting brewery. We usually go to Belgium. And this year we decided to go to Russian River. And okay. so sadly it was cool. canceled. But, uh, and yeah. I believe it would have been the first year we made an IPA. We always mm-hmm. make Belgian style beers. It's like our special collab beer for Beer Week. But we were going to make an okay. IPA with Russian yeah. River. So did you still get a special beer out? Did you go with the local brewery or something for the beer? We did not. Okay. We did not. Okay. No. Gotcha. All right. Either well, go all in or just don't. That's right. If it's yeah. not going to happen, we'll just we'll just go with what It's interesting that you go Belgian. Who have you had from Belgium in the past for these collaborations? You name them. De La, De La Sen. <laughs> you, I was going to say you name them. Yeah. Yeah. We were just at Duval two years ago. Very cool. Branda Beer. They make Petrus. Oh, yeah. And then some, like, real small ones, too. So I'd have to really – I'd have to check that list. There's probably a bunch of things I don't understand as well. The Philly Beer Week Lambic with Canteon. Yeah, the Canteon Lambic. Yeah. Oh, right, right. <laughs> See? Good stuff. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We do have to take a break, but we'll be back soon with more Philly Beer Week. Looking for a perfect afternoon beer, a feel-good weeknight beer with your dinner, or a great beer for whenever you don't want alcohol? Look no further than Athletic Brewing. They've won awards on multiple continents and are revolutionizing anything you've ever thought about non-alcoholic beer. Check out their website at athleticbrewing.com for a store closest to you or order online with free shipping nationwide. Athleticbrewing.com. Use code BEERGUYS25 to get 25% off your first round on us. Brian and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and Duluth are always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy, Brian. They've got 18 of them. As for the truck part, that's where it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta area food trucks, so you're getting a different menu every day. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and Duluth. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guys sent you. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. I want to give a quick shout-out to one of our great radio affiliates, WWDC HD2 104.7 FM and 101.1 FM in Washington, D.C. Catch Beer Guys Radio on WWDC every Saturday at 5 p.m. Now let's get back to Philly Beer Week. And Vargas Bar. Philly Beer Wake, huh? Wake, yes. Okay. That's right. right well, Brian. you know what? That's what happens after Beer Week. You drink it too is. much, you have a Philly Beer yeah. Wake. That makes yeah. sense. I'm going to grab sense. that website as well. Grab See? that up. <laughs> Go for the typos there. That's a Go BGR the idea right there. It's an That's accidental it. idea, but it 
it's a bad idea, somebody can run with it. We're very proud of our track record of giving bad ideas yes. on every show. I've heard some of them. I love thank them. you, thank you, <laughs> thank we you very much. That. I think it'll yes. be another event too. Like, it, I yes. think people would like to have. Like, you got to go out, go out with beer. Yes, there's, right. there's an actual <laughs> official event that has been the closing event of Beer Week for the past like I don't even know how many years. Okay. It's called the Tud. The, the Tud. Okay. The total unnecessary drink. That I get you. I get you there. Yeah. It's the last night of beer week, and you shouldn't even be out, let alone yeah. drinking at that point. And it's you feel a little proud and a, and a little embarrassed for the people that show up to that event. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like I mean, Rich and I are always there. See, yeah, it's, yeah. Almost, <laughs> okay. it's, a, it's almost exclusively industry people. It's right. Yeah. No yeah. one else ever shows up because they have no idea how fun it is. See, so attack yeah. on the eleventh day, and that's Philly Beer Wake. Just after the eleventh day. The eleventh day. Yes. It's not even okay. on the week, really. It's just it's something else, you know. Yeah. Well, that's one thing Brian noted earlier. He's like, you call it a beer week, but it's that's 10, ten days. So you're you're already out of pocket, right out of the gate there. Uh, so have you been to Philly? We uh, you know, we say one See. thing, but then like watch out. So <laughs> I just learned a Philly word recently. Oh my gosh, John. Yeah. Yeah. John. Yeah. I yeah. It means like this thing here or something like that. Is that right? No, you're, it, you're it, means, it means anything. Anything. Just anything. This is a John. This is a John. Look at that John over Look there. Look at this John here. You're, you're a John. I'm a John. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're all okay. John. You just get that John trimmed up. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. I saw an Instagram account. I think it's called Sam Boners. And these guys do sandwich reviews. Like they go hoagie reviews. <laughs> and uh, they go around and they're like, ah, oh, check out this John right here. I was like, what is this? So I had to Google and find out what that was was there a definition for john i think it said it can mean literally anything it's like it can be this thing that thing or whatever so and i watched a few more videos and they may use it i saw one guy like he made a gravy sandwich and he called it a john and this other guy so it's it's a philadelphia is basically a smurf village they just say john instead of smurf right i guess that's the whole thing john all you johns up there aloha it's like okay. Aloha. All right. Okay. It's the uh, city of brotherly Johns. <laughs> city That's of brotherly beautiful. Johns. That's... <laughs> so tell us more about Philly John Week. <laughs> <laughs> so Christina, what does it take? Because we talked a little bit on break here that uh, Atlanta struggled with their beer week. We've struggled to have a, a good cohesive beer week. Uh, we tried a fortnight that incorporated some other cities. We have good little brewing centers in Athens in savannah georgia but we just couldn't make it click right so what's the key to a successful beer week dedicated industry like the bars and restaurants and venues that's what truly makes beer week it takes a village truly it takes the entire city and that's what's super cool and i think that's why philly is so strong in that sense because everybody does something for it i'm just the coordinator of which isn't the easiest job, especially sure. post-COVID. It's just me right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the bars and restaurants are fantastic. They're super jazzed to always do it. They look forward to it. And obviously, and we hope this is true this year, it's a great moneymaker. Get people out. We always try to encourage people, like, you don't have to know a ton about beer. Just come out and, and drink. I actually encouraged someone today. He drinks beer, but he's like an Amstel Light guy. And I mentioned, you know, Philly beer. He lives in Philadelphia. So I said, are you going out to Philly Beer Week? He said, when is that? And I was like, it's coming up, man. Pay attention. You know, it's, I told him this show was going to be about Philly Beer Week. So shout out to Patrick. Go out and drink some Philly beer, man. Go drink Have some beer, man. Have a good time with it. See you at Varga. See you. Yeah. That's right. See you June at Varga. 
I think it, probably the problem we may have had here is we had an organizing people that try to mandate what was going to happen. I, I get the feeling with Philly Loves Beer that you kind of just let people say, hey, we're doing this, and then you just say, all right, great, we're going to help you know promote that. Is that kind of it? Is it just let people do what they want to do in a given period of time? Just say, hey, we're doing this week. What do you want to do? Basically, I'll, I'll explain it from my point of view, and then Rich can tell you how he kind of runs his. So Philly Loves Beer at Philly Beer Week usually kicks off with a ginormous event called Opening Tap. And it's about, you know, 70 breweries. We keep that one local. And then it's about, I don't know, 1,500 people. It's an indoor event, so it will not be happening this year. Gotcha. Um, And that's how it's kicked off. And so, like, Philly Loves Beer runs that event. And then we'll have a few other events that are specific to Philly Loves Beer. Like, we do Art on Beer, which is different beer and can arts and labels and things like that. And we'll pick six different breweries and we'll do a panel forum kind of discussion. So we have some marquee events, but then yeah, places like Varga will just be like, here's the 10 things I'm doing. Okay. That could be it. This is our beer week. What do you got going on? Because over here we try to introduce structure, you know, like certain days, certain regions. And I think there's been other attempts to control the thing. I think you got to let people participate the way they want to participate. That's kind of the feeling I'm getting. That might be what they're doing right that we haven't in the past historically done well here. Okay. Theoretically. Just right, my Brian. thoughts, Tim. Throwing your thoughts yeah. out there. It's easier for Rich to tell me what he wants to do versus me like, hey, let's, you know, how about this brewery? How about that brewery? You know, like he knows way better than I would. Yeah, that's Do breweries or venues, do they pay to be promoted as part of Philly Beer Week? So in the past, we were membership-based, you know, back when life was good. Back, it's getting yeah, there again. Back in the but day. But obviously when, in, you know, industry was like booming, we decided to do a membership structure with levels. And it worked out again because you were year round with us. So yeah, it'd be what you're doing during beer week, but you could, we'd be going to your events and we would be promoting them all year round. That makes sense. So this year, yeah. This year, obviously we cannot charge breweries and restaurants to be in. So we're just doing our best with the little money we have. And I, you know, we're still going to pull it off, but it's a little different. I think Rich's idea, if you want to survive this, Christine, I think you need to buy a bar. There you go. I, yeah. think, I think that's the plan there. So, you, yeah. you know, I got a COVID cat. That's where I'm okay. at. So. Uh, and, you know, Christina, <laughs> one thing I think is kind of key is you're with Philly Loves Beer full time. How much time mm-hmm. do you personally spend coordinating and promoting the Beer Week? Now, normally about this time, I would have about five other people working with me. So okay. this year is very strange. But we start like opening tap itself is such a large event that we have to start planning very early. We've already locked down the venue. We're at the Fillmore in Philadelphia. So we've had a contract with them 2020, 21, 22. And so now we've pushed it. It'll start 22, 23, 24. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. So from an article I read about this that you were quoted in, you said that uh, events should engage, entertain, and educate the uh, the people that are involved in it. What's an example of an event that does all of those things? Ooh, Rich, do you have any events to do all those things? How about the Pajama Jammy Jam? Well, we have this event that we've been doing that we're going to do another one, and it's called The Producers. Okay. The intent is to talk to the people who directly produce the beer. It's not just pigeonholed to that. We can do some distillers down the line, but right now we've been just doing breweries. So it's the head brewer, it's the owner, the founder, whoever has that direct link to the creation of that beer. 
And we kind of limit it to, at this point, like between 12 and 20 tickets. It's been virtual because it started during this past year. You get to geek out and ask the nerdiest questions you want. You also get me and my general manager just kind of being the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the movie, The Producers, but it was supposed to fail. Okay. Yes, yeah, I, I think know, I have sure. seen that. Yes. So, yeah. when we're shotgunning our second or third twisted tea, we're kind of <laughs> the questions get loose and it's fun. It's but it's also still engaging. You still have the you know you have these guys who are responsible for it, and because it's so intimate, you still get to like ask random questions or the Sounds creation fun. of their brewery or you know another sure. beer. It's it's really cool. They walk us through like a tasting of four or five beers, so you get to hear what they say about those specific beers and why they selected them for us. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. it does. We're going to listen to really the Beer cool. Guys radio show. We do need to take another break, but we'll be back very soon with more Philly Beer Week. Have you ever thought about owning your own brewery but don't know what it takes to get one built? We're Storytime Construction, and we build breweries. We're Georgia's most experienced and hands-on contractors when it comes to building new breweries and tap rooms or expanding existing breweries. We offer full build-outs, remodeling, and additions, as well as consulting and construction management. Give us a call at 770-733-4343. Storytime Construction. We build breweries. Have you visited Ironmonger Brewing recently? Take a trip and see the newly renovated and spacious tap room, or enjoy the outdoors in their new beer garden with plenty of seating and shade to ease that summer sun. Ironmonger's tap room has a variety of craft beer and hard seltzer on tap, with wine and spirits coming soon. Ready for a bit of adventure? Try out axe throwing with Ironmonger's 16 target range. It's a perfect spot for some quick fun or to host your next party or corporate event. So grab your friends and have some fun today at Ironmonger Brewing. the beer guys on facebook twitter and instagram now back to the beer guys radio show Shake it, welcome back to the beer guys radio show if you enjoy the show please consider supporting us on patreon just go to patreon.com slash beer guys patrons get cool perks like beer guys swag and commercial free episodes now let's get back to philly beer week and varga bar christina we want to talk to you a little bit about as we mentioned in our news segment earlier in the show and we talked about it on last week's show there's a huge reckoning in craft beer right now with issues of sexism, racism, just inequality. And uh, Philly Loves Beer was impacted by some of the recent uh, accusations or uh, you know stories that were shared there. Can you tell us about what's changed at Philly Loves Beer and what's going to change going forward? Yeah, I mean, I want to say that obviously, you know, as a woman in the industry, I feel like this was a long time coming. We all knew it. These issues had to be addressed. And I'm happy for a lot of things that came out of COVID. So what was also interesting is that when you kind of start looking for like, okay, what's out there already? Like, what can we kind of follow code of conduct or guidelines and things like that? There's not a lot out there right now. So we acted pretty quick in that the Philly Loves Beer board got together and created a code of conduct and also event guidelines. We knew we wanted to do it before Philly Beer Week. Everybody worked over the weekend and we got it done in a handful of days. So it's on our website now and you can download those as well. We want everyone participating in Philly Beer Week to know what we're expecting their events. 
And we also feel like these materials will be really good. You know, you should have code of conducts in your bars and your breweries. You should know what to do as well. So it's not just Philly Beer Week. This is a good thing for you to have as a business. You know what? I'm put myself out there and say that there's something I know I have done. I've been at breweries and I've been hanging out with my friends and I'll be talking with someone and talking with a female employee of the brewery and someone will say she's a brewer. And I know for a fact that I've went, oh, before. Like, I, I'm surprised. I do not mean it disrespectful in the least. I, I don't mean to, but I know that with the challenges that women face in the brewery industry, it can be taken as, you know, why are you surprised I'm a brewer there? Are there other intangibles or things that maybe you don't realize that you can think of that are something to keep an eye out for? You're right. It is just like that little surprise. I think a, re- a really annoying one to me, when a server or bartender tries to then explain the beer to me, I haven't asked. I've just ordered it straight out. Like, oh, you know, that has a, like, that's a sour beer, right? Like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I got um, this, right? That's an yeah. annoying one. Yeah, yeah. The company that owns Beer Guys Radio, one of our owners is is female. Uh, Becky Smalls. She's, yep. Uh, yep. But uh, there was a local beer bar restaurant here that said, anytime any of you are in the area, please stop by. We'd love to see you. She reached out and said she was in the area. She stopped in, her and her boyfriend, and she asked, can I speak to so-and-so, the manager there? And he came over to the table and immediately started talking to her boyfriend and she even said, oh, I'm with Beer Guys Radio and that. And he's like, oh, okay. And went back to talking to the boyfriend, you know. And mm-hmm. Becky knows as much, if not more, about beer oh, yeah. than anybody. She, she's a she home knows her beer. She knows her so stuff. So she brews. She's expressed her frustrations with that in the beer industry recently, that it's just even something as simple as trying to, like you said, trying to order a beer and someone yeah. trying to explain it to you. I mean, there's certainly people who deserve to be called out for things that they've done or what they're over the course of time. I think that one of the good things is it's bringing awareness to, like you said, you didn't realize that you may be saying something that might be slightly offensive. Like, I think it's bringing awareness to people. Wow. Okay. This should be, this is on me as well. You know, so I think there's some good things that can come about from that aspect as well. Sure. There's certain big things we all know are wrong. Even the people that are doing them know they're wrong at the time. hundred percent. But there's stuff that, you know, that I'll look back on and be like, oh, that could have been offensive. Yeah. Sure. That could have been offensive. Not intended, but uh, yeah, that's, it's, yeah. Something that maybe you've picked up over time, be over the many years you've been alive. Things were different in the past. They're different now. And you know, it affects how you behave. Yeah. Well, Christina, thanks for talking about it, sharing what Philly loves beer is doing. And we're hoping the, the industry as a whole can move forward, get better. Yeah. Be a good human being. You can do it. It's right. the little things that are harder. Yeah, like changing that. There are women brewers. Like, I'm a woman who runs a beer organization. Sure, like, right. You know, but uh, yeah, I mean, sadly, we're learning that they're just like not, there's a lot of like really creepy people. Unfortunately, uh, yes. Be, be a better human, you know? And you know, on the flip side of that, I have tried to be positive, or we have to have female brewers, minority brewers, everybody on our show, you know, so the things that I think about, we try to do the best we can. It's the things that I sometimes don't think about that right. I can slip up on. Yeah. All I can do is be mindful of it moving forward. Right? Sure. Absolutely. Try to do better each time. So something I saw in the, in the course of looking into this, it, there's a, a safe bar certification. What is this? What is a safe bar? Rich, do you, well, I know you looked into it. Did you want to explain that more? Yeah. So it's a program that this company, I, I'm, 
I'm not sure if they're local to Philly or if there's a, a branch in Philly. They are this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, war. But they'll come and they'll go over possible scenarios. They'll go over uh, things you need to focus on, things you need to kind of pick up on, cues that, you know, maybe you'd miss to kind of make sure that everyone who is a customer and employee, everyone is safe and everyone feels safe. So it's, it's something that I think a lot of us can do. There's a few bars that did it already, and there's a bunch more that are going to do it. I'm sure of it, myself included. We're looking to see how we can get them here to kind of go over the training whenever they have, you know, I'm sure they're inundated now because people are aware that they need to do these trainings. They're a small bring- nonprofit. So. Yeah, yep. so yeah, that's kind of what it is. It'll help us as a white male pick up on things that I may have never noticed before, you know, that, that maybe someone's given me that cue that I never picked up on. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just like we were saying here, sometimes, you know, it may not be met that way, but that doesn't mean it's not, mm-hmm. you know, offensive to someone. It's true. True. So what are some things, uh, do you guys have some ideas on some things that all venues can do to ensure that they're both safe and inclusive to all people who want to go there and have a good time? Well, I think that you should know who's working there, you know, like, I think it's important to like know who the staff is. So if there is a problem, uh, you kind of know who to talk to. That's especially important at events. Um, That's probably more specifically what I can speak to that, like, you know, the people running the events, they should be identifiable. They should know all the safety procedures if anything happens inside. And then if someone wants to report any kind of harassment or anything to you, that that's handled correctly as well. And that's kind of the stuff we go over in our guidelines. There's there's also, you know, third-party companies that can either be present at these events or, you know, can help with smaller companies so that no one has to report to anyone that they might not feel comfortable around, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's what these companies do as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know that's a corporate beer, craft beer, whatever it is. That's always a big concern with people is retaliation. Yes. You know, or something like and that, unfortunately, so. especially in smaller environments where they don't have any structure in place that happens, you know, it does. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a little bit of time left here. Christina, what is the event of Philly beer week? You do not want to miss. We're asking you to well, pick your favorite child here, aren't we? The very yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen. I I'll can tell in. you that. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, Rich is like, I got this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll let Rich go. I'll there's an event go. that, we, well, of course, we host. but uh, <laughs> Yes, of course. Called, of course. It's called the Philly Golden Pretzels. Oh, I like this already. Oh, man. Yep. It's basically an award show. It started when we had the World Beer Cup here, and uh, we've been running with it a couple times since then. So basically, it's uh, I spray paint some pretzels put them on some string they're given out as souvenir awards you come dressed up in gold however you'd like you don't have to this year i got gold masks so if people want to uh be socially distanced and wear them Uh, (laughs) yeah but yeah it's pretty much we have a good time at everyone's expense in the room and for some reason over the years they love it i feel like i hear macklemore playing at this event you know, yeah, make that happen. So. Yeah, I would say that uh, this year is also cool because we're going to have a mix of virtual and in-person events. So, you know, even you can tune in. We're doing like a love cool. letter to All loggers. Right. You can log on and join us. Um, there are a lot of like logger fests this year and cool, cool stuff like we're that. We're going and to one in a couple of weeks. Yes, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah. Yeah. Like, there are some street festivals going on, big concerts and like lots and things like that. Yeah, good deal. And Rich, we heard at the event at your place this year, premiering for the first time, is the hot dog water Solera. Is that a true statement? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I don't Can want to you say this, that but... live? Yeah. yeah, that's I don't right. This, this is a secret. 
you will be winning an award. Just yeah. There we go. All right. <laughs> Good stuff. That could be an award right there. Yeah. So see? You could title it the, that award, you know. Well, Christine, if people want to keep up with what all is going on during Philly Beer Week, where do they go to do that? So, obviously, the easiest place is phillylovesbeer.org and check out our calendar, which will grow tremendously over the next week. And Instagram and social media and all that good stuff, we're very active on. Awesome. So. Sounds good. Rich, Christina, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thanks. Great time. Cheers. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show. Join us next week as we talk to BJ's Brewhouse. For more crapper info, make sure to follow us online. We are Beer Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week, and don't forget to drink local. Cheers. Cheers.